Hey there, this is Polami and welcome to Soul Experiment. So after my COVID situation, well, I may dramatize it a little bit because it took a lot out of me, my body, and it gave back a lot too, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, but that's uh, not today's topic. <laughs> so coming back to what we are going to discuss is a very unpopular opinion. Um, the first recording after my COVID was also an unpopular opinion, but I haven't posted it. I recorded it twice, but somehow I felt whenever I listened to myself, I felt that I was too attached to the topic. And at Soul Experiments, we try to be as unbiased as we can, depending on our research and um, my own experience, the client's experience taken together. So that should be an unbiased opinion. Uh, but I was too attached and it didn't ring true to me. So even after recording twice, I'm not going to post it. Maybe tomorrow or the day after tomorrow, I'll record it again, but not now. So today's topic, it's a heavy one, you know that already. I haven't asked a question. I have just said the truth about friends and relationships. I know I'm going to ruffle a lot of feathers, but I think that the truth should come out and there should not be any kind of abuse a person should endure just for the heck of it or for the heck of those appearances um, that, that are being maintained for the sake of twin flame relationship. You know what I mean, right? So hear me out, right? So if you are open-minded enough, you would hear me out. And I know already if you are an awakened and soul, you know what I'm going to talk about. I mean, topic is there but you also know deep within yourself what is true what isn't so twin flame the myth of the twin flame actually right let me say that the idea of twin flame may be very enticing and people are like they're so um the idea of romance is so important to us on 3D. The idea of partnership is so important to us on 3D and it is important, a very important part of our life. But at times we obsess over it so, so much that we're, we're willing to give everything a chance. Even something, a relationship below our standards, even a person who is not up to our standards, we are willing to give them a chance just to have that connection with the feeling of security that partnership alone can bring. And I totally understand that and I totally respect that. But that doesn't mean that we have to lower our standard in any way. Twin flame, as stated by so many in the New Age spirituality, came from the Vedas, Vedantas, the Sumerians, even Christianity. And we will talk about all of that today because I have done my research and it has been quite a few months that I have been doing it. In Eastern philosophy, we see twin flame in a different way and it's not twin flame as such, it's twin souls. The same thing is, is shared in theosophy too. It's not twin flame, it's twin souls. And there's a little bit of difference there in, in the, the esoteric view as well, um, in the esoteric view and the Eastern view, Eastern philosophical view. But at the end of the day, the, the gist of both of them is the same. So now coming to my research, because that is why um, I am here to share that with you. That is what I am going to focus on most of the time throughout this session. 
Swim claim was really made important in 2014 when, um, let me see her name, okay, because I forget her surname all the time. So uh, the author of the blog post, which became viral and everybody started to work on the term claim journey, was Marbara uh, Marciniak. I hope I'm not butchering the name, but yeah, that's what her name is. And she stated that a twin flame relationship is a mirror image relationship. Since she's saying that, and the energies involved are very powerful. I am not getting into all that mumbo jumbo that the new spirituality had put on twin flame. We all know that, you know, the abusive relationship, things that people put up just for the heck of being in a twin flame relationship. And knowing that the twin flame relationship is, a, is an abusive relationship, is a dysfunctional one, but still wanting to be with the twin flame because uh, being with the twin flame will bring some great uh, change in their life and great change in them spiritually, physically, mentally, and, and on this plane. All that BS, we all know that, right? And yeah, if you, if you want to judge me, you can judge me. But here I am to tell you the truth. I am not judging twin flame on the basis of no research, no foundation. I know the truth of twin flame. And here is it. Twin flame are bullshit the way they have been projected, for sure. Twin flame came from the concept of twin souls. And I have read two blog posts which really kind of pushed me into, into getting into the research thing and knowing what exactly twin flame twin souls are. So one of the blog posts was uh, an author from New York Times, not New York Times, but from New York City that is. And then the second author was from Russia. Both these opinions were too valid, too different. And I had my opinion as a person who have lived, who have studied Eastern philosophy, spirituality that is, what I know about the twin flame and twin soul thing. So I was kind of, it felt like somebody is asking me to do my research, that's it, right? You know the thing. So I started doing the research, but first let me tell you what this uh, New York blogger wrote about twin flame. She said that the twin flame relationship, a very real relationship, and that in Mahabharata, in, in Shiva Purana, and in Vedanta or Vedas, they have been depicted from time immemorial and how Sumerian also have a, 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 a symbol that depicts twin flame relationship. And then she went on to talk about Christianity and how Christianity talks about twin flame relationship. And then there was this Russian blog post, which was about how relationships can't be judged or put in a jar, right? This is twin flame, this soulmate kind of a thing. That is a very 3D thing. Very, um, the thing of a mind which is still trying to find its way, find its path, but has not been able to do that. A mind still one that wants to grasp everything that comes their way, which is a very immature mind. That is what they said it is. So twin flame relationships, they don't believe in. They said that the blogger said that she ha 
had seen some of the spiritual traditions, she has studied them, and there is no concept of twin flame in any of the traditions around the world, spiritual traditions around the world, the way it is depicted in the mainstream spirituality, the new age spirituality that is. And I feel I am more, I geared more towards her concept rather than the person from New York, why I'll tell you. In Mahabharata, this person was, was talking about Lord Krishna and Radha's relationship. In Shiva Purana, she was talking about Shiva and Parvati and Sati's relationship. So let's take talk about Mahabharata first. Mahabharata is an epic of a proportion. But we also in Eastern philosophy know that because there were distinct divisions during Sata Yuga, during the time of Rama, Lord Rama, between people being someone, people who are really awakened, then the second tier being people who have the capacity of being awakened and feel more for the spiritual path of life and want to invest themselves in spiritual path of life, then there were commoners. Commoners were those people who were there only to release their karma without knowing much about it, without having that spark of interest in spirituality. They were just here to live and experience 3D. And Mahabharata had same tier of gradations, right? Grading, gradations. <laughs> so same tier of grading, right? And Lord Krishna came among the first tier. That is an awakened soul. And if we are talking about their counterpart, their love counterpart, who is Radha, we must see that we are not talking about the 3D idea of romance, of love. Divine love is far, far, far more than that. And Lord Krishna's relationship and Radha's relationship with Lord Krishna was depicted as a fandom relationship. Radha used to speak her mind. She was very determined, very strong woman. She was the real portrayal of a strong female, a very strong divine feminine too, who knows her divine feminine energy and who keeps on working with her divine masculine to balance it out. And that is why she had been a counterpart in the love interest of Lord Krishna. But she also adored Krishna. Um, like a child adores their mother, I'm not explaining it too well, but in Eastern philosophy, there is something called Bhakti Path, where you put all your attention, love, respect, adoration, everything towards that one deity or one god or one person. In this case, Lord Krishna. But Lord Krishna, in reality, wasn't just another person, wasn't just a commoner. He was an awakened being. Also, the divine feminine and divine masculine, that is the play that has been shown in Mahabharata between Lord Krishna and Radha. They don't come together as a husband and wife, but their interactions were that of divine lovers. Right? So, 
whenever we talk about mythology in eastern philosophy everybody knows that there are hidden meanings behind everything that is written so plainly in the text in ramayana in mahabharata many people i also saw some <laughs> somebody talk about rama and and sita their relationship being a twin flame relationship because sita has to go through so many you know difficult periods in her life but actually there there are many hidden meanings behind whatever is shown or written in the text in the book and during the ramayana period during the mahabharata period there were gradations and the commoners won't be able to understand if the whole totality the truth of that spiritual progression would be written plainly they will shy away from it they will fear it and that is why there is this concept of sagun and nirankar brahma sagun brahma and nirankar brahma which simply means sagun means when we are projecting an archetype of an energy into something into a photograph into a statue for example take the statue of or photo of lord shiva and goddess kali they are not humans they don't have a body so why do you think goddess kali is depicted with the garland of skull her tongue coming out lolling out red with blood and she seeping blood and she is she is and she is so gory and so aggressive goddess kali is not like that it is the part of her aspect that is being depicted in that particular photograph and which is why you have 1008 names of goddess kali and depictions of goddess kali i think it's 1000 1008 or 108 something like that right so what are these then do they have so many bodies no obviously not it is their aspect their different aspects actually right the same goes for the photograph the statue of lord shiva lord shiva doesn't have a body that's for sure but these ideas of making that energy look like human was the idea in eastern philosophy during the time of vedas to bring the commoner into um the spiritual reality of life slowly they were you know they were breaking down their shyness their fear their doubt so that they can also know how beautiful life is right so that was the concept nirgun brahma is the creator having no shape that is what nirgun is and not everyone is ready to understand that nirgun brahma and this is is what the difference that has been seen in the twin flame relationship propaganda the thing that has been said about it um and and in actuality what it is twin flame in shiva purana if you take shiva and parvati as twin flame the way it has been depicted in 3d saram shiva doesn't have a body goddess parvati doesn't have a body she is the divine feminine energy as lord shiva is the divine masculine when they come together they create the parabrahma the supreme cosmic being who created the entire universe that is the concept actually right so saying that shiva and parvati had a very twin flame relationship it's so it's so it's so cringy it's so so cringy and why not because the twin flame the truth of twin flame has been 
kind of stamped upon with this adulterous version of it, right? It's such a wrong version of it. Now, people argue that Parvati had a different um, incarnation as Sati and she was enamored with Shiva, but uh, it, it became a very difficult ending. I'll tell you the story clearly in the spiritual con concept. Sati was the divine feminine, which is in, in us, the community energy. Shiva is our father in heaven. He is the divine masculine energy. And the Sati or the community energy, when it is first, it first bursts out in a person, it's untamed. And it goes from one chakra to the other chakra, one meridian to the other meridian, throughout the spinal cord and breaks down all the negative system in the person. So the human at times feels like they are burning when their kundalini is working through them throughout few years. It takes a few years time or maybe some months time, depends upon person to person, right? And when Sati was depicted to be burning because she wanted to be with Shiva, it's the exact same burning that has been depicted in the Shiva Purana. It's the Kundalini energy burning all the negativity in the human heart channel, we are heart channel, so that she can meet up with the divine father, with the divine masculine, so that they can be together and create the perfect soul that we are. We are soul already, but we want to be the higher self, the, the God, the all-powerful monad. That is the vision of each and every soul that is you and me. But now we don't know it because we are so much in our personality, even if we have awakened and ascended to a certain level. So that is the truth of twin flame. And twin flames are not twin flames. They are said to be twin souls. Do you know that? Mahavatar Babaji's twin soul was said to be his sister. She was the silent companion of Babaji and she meditated throughout her life in a cave. That is the concept of twin soul. Twin soul is not that adulterated version you have heard that you have to be, you have a mirroring um, soul and you have to have a relationship with that mirroring soul. If you don't have a relationship with that mirroring soul, then everything else will be doomed in your life in this lifetime and the next. And so you are accepting the abuse, you are accepting the dysfunctionality, you are letting yourself downgrade you. But that's not what twin souls are all about. Twin souls are higher energy, which I know neither you nor I have achieved such higher energy as Mahavatar Babaji and his sister. That is when you attract that particular soul who will help you. If you need it, if you don't, you won't have it. You will have that in you because Kundalini and the Divine Father energy, the Divine Masculine energy is within you. It is the amalgamation of those energies. The twin flame is actually you and nobody else. You have that twin flame. You have to flame that, that want, that desire for yourself to know yourself. That's what twin flame is all about. Self-love and nothing else. And there is another uh, aspect of it actually, so I'll just go through with it, otherwise I'll forget it. In 2014, when there's this um, 
mad obsession about twin flame came about it was a time when the earth was really changing its its, its energy dimensions it was going from one age to another age so i believe that everything every single thing that happens in this entire cosmos is orchestrated by the cosmic spirit nobody is i don't believe in conspiracy theory at all i don't believe in aliens at all aliens and conspiracy theory they are all about those higher beings who are in different timelines and different realities than us it's nothing else and i believe that since i believe cosmic spirit is be all and all everything that is happening in our reality is orchestrated by them and twin flame you know flaming this this abusive part of people's life and people going through very difficult times and mostly those unawakened people the zombie clan it was mostly those who really believed in twin flame and not people who were really awakened or ascended so it means that they have to let go of some of their karma have to have some wisdom because earth was anyways moving from one dimension to the next and these people had to come along so there has to be a little bit spark of wisdom in them to survive the new reality that the earth is churning slowly is building slowly so that may be the case because i believe that is the case which is why twin flame flared up so much and people were so obsessed about it and i know there is this inner yearning of love and friendship and being with someone in everybody's heart that people blindly followed it but i always believed that in one period of time i always believed that twin flame this don't exist the way they are been propagated it's a propaganda totally and trust me there are so many healers true readers who are urging people into being in an abusive relationship in the name of twin flame they are having their karma that's their issue but why why haven't you researched about it why haven't you read mahabharata or veda why haven't you read shiva purana everything is provided to you on a platter it's an english language if you want to change it to other language that can be done so why haven't you done your research why did you let yourself get manipulated that's the question here that's the question we all should ask ourselves it's not that barbara somehow pushed us to have this relationship or these relationships or anybody else for that matter it's us who have done this to ourselves so this is what i think about the twin flame journey it's a bs journey totally and this is what i have found out after my research what do you think about it do you think this is right or do you think for me you are so wrong about it i love to hear from you let me know in the comments i'm not here to judge but i want you to be safe i want you to protect your dignity your respect and your love thank you for being here coming up with the next controversial topic very soon take care